Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Poddiva. Hello and welcome to Poddiva. If you're an LGBTQIA plus woman or non-binary person, this is your weekly podcast. I'm Rachel Shelley. You're not going to want to miss this episode. Today, we're returning to Ali Hendry's Relationship Room, where our resident holistic relationship coach and Diva Magazine columnist talks to the wonderful writer Emily Lavinia. Emily is a sex, relationships and lifestyle writer. She's a sex educator and the sex and relationships editor at Cosmopolitan UK. Together, they dig into the truth about non-monogamy, embracing sex in menopause, and enhancing pleasure and intimacy. And when you finish listening to this intimate conversation, go out and grab yourself a copy of Diva magazine to discover more. Pod Diva. Welcome to the relationship room here on Pod Diva. My name is Ali Hendry and my pronouns are she, her. I'm a holistic relationship coach and a relationship columnist for Diva magazine. The relationship room is a safe place to land ideas that help us humans navigate interpersonal relationships. We give you a deep dive into a range of topics presented with curiosity, compassion, and a garnish of humour. I would like to welcome my guest. Would you like to introduce yourself, your pronouns, and let us know what you do? Sure. Thank you so much for having me, Ali. So my name is Emily Lavinia. My pronouns are she, her, and I am a sex and relationships writer and the sex and relationships editor at Cosmopolitan UK. Yes, you are. And I've been following your work for a while. So I'm super excited to have you in here. How did you get into working with relationships? Where was the impetus for you? It's really interesting, actually, because when I first started out on my sort of journey to being a writer, I was writing about all kinds of things. It was just kind of what anyone asked me to do. And then throughout my life, I felt like I was coming up against a lot of different challenges, a lot of different blockers. And I was developing all of these different ideas and reading a lot and all of these stories were kind of coming out of it and people seemed quite interested in what I had to say about these things but at the time I was actually quite shy and I wasn't really sure that I wanted to write about sex or relationships because it all even though it does in many ways now still it all seemed very taboo about kind of six years ago when I started doing it um and it, it was a bit of a leap of faith, but then there was such a good response to it and I noticed a real shift, especially in media and publishing, where people were suddenly having these conversations and it wasn't left field, it was normal stuff and people were responding really, really well to it. So all of that work just kind of took off and I decided this is what I'm really passionate about and this is what I'm going to specialise in and now here we are. 
I love that. And I wonder if, because the impetus was, oh, this is a little bit awkward, but there is so much curiosity around it. I wonder if that energy fed off others who were like, yeah, me too. This this is a hard area. Some of these topics have been around for years, but actually the awareness is out there so much more. And, and on that, I really wanted to talk about the work you do on non-monogamy, some brilliant articles that you have recently had out there in the world. And obviously, non-monogamy is also part of my journey. Where did that come from? Was it, was, was it the practical application and then the writing about it? Or was it the writing about it and then the practical application? Yeah, it was a bit chicken and egg. It's weird because, you know, when I started writing about these things, you're totally right. People were responding to me in a really positive way. And through that, I started to really find community that I'd never had before. Because, you know, growing up queer in like a small town and having a lot of the experiences that I had, I didn't really feel like I had people that were speaking back to me in a positive way. In fact, it just all felt quite negative. So when I started writing about all this stuff, people were so supportive and so cool about it that I found myself in rooms full of like-minded people. And that really gave me the confidence to start talking about my own experiences. But then also, I noticed this sea change where everyone else was talking about it, and it was kind of okay, and it wasn't you know, deviant or poorly met by anybody. It was actually, yeah, I've been having thoughts about that. Yeah, me too. How are you navigating it? And now I've kind of gotten to this stage where, you know, like in this scenario, people ask me to come and talk about it. And I feel really privileged to be able to do that because sometimes, you know, for example, family members or whatever will say to me, oh, do you have to talk about that? And I think, well, the fact that you have that view means, yes, I do. Because if I'm not doing it, we're not going to move forward and we're not going to accept each other and you know relationship styles that have been incredibly common since the dawn of time are not going to be well accepted by other people and i do think that there's i don't want to sound high and mighty but there's an activist thread to it and i think that's important yeah i love that i love that yeah you have just proved to me that i do need to keep having these conversations yeah so powerful and certainly around relationship love styles community is everything being around people who have been there they've made the mistakes for you that you can then learn from and also normalize the experience so that it has a sense of ease that it may not normally have outside of that community environment for you what do you know now about non-monogamy that you wish you'd known at the beginning of your journey i think the most interesting thing for me is that With this whole experience, there is so much time that is spent talking, acknowledging your own insecurities or your own boundaries or, you know, you feel really vulnerable. And in the beginning, when I first started thinking about non-monogamy, I thought, this is really sexy, this is really wild, this is really cool. But actually, it's it can be way more mundane than you know just being in a monogamous marriage because there's so much talking required you do really have to kind of spot your own weaknesses and you have to sort of put yourself out there and say yeah my bad I didn't communicate well or this isn't working for me or I feel like a bit of a failure in this scenario but that's really good for you because we're sold and you know for so many reasons because of the way we learn about relationships growing up or because of media over the years that there is a goal and there's a right way to do it and you'll go through the motions and you'll meet your person and that will be it forever. But we know that life isn't like that. There's this kind of incredible journey with non-monogamy where you're constantly being met by your own fears, your insecurities and your wins and you get to navigate that in a way that makes you feel like you're really achieving something. You know, it's not a linear journey. There's no finish line. There's no medal. But 
if anything, you're better off because you are noticing all of the things that make you tick, that make other people tick. You get to have these amazing experiences and talk to lots of different people. And I now know that I'm not perfect and that's been really good for me. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I, I so hear that. The, the whole image of non-monogamy is that, oh, my goodness, you're having such a gay old time. You're out there, you're partying. How do you have time for life? When actually it's a really grounding experience. I mean, I've never had so many late night chats. <laughs> uh, it, it, it brings you back into what do I know are my default settings when it comes to relationships? And what are the ones where I need to work on? And they absolutely get highlighted in such a important way when you're in that non-monogamous environment, for sure. One thing that came up that I wasn't expecting was I'm on my menopause journey, so I'm menopausal. I mean, the, the technical term is you haven't had a period for one year. The medical version is quite hilarious. And what I found as someone who's non-monogamous and going through menopause is I found another whole community where the women that I'm sleeping with who have been through menopause or are on their menopausal journey, there's been this really powerful community and conversation and sharing that I wasn't expecting and has been a pleasant surprise. And I know for you, you also have done a fair amount of work on supporting women in terms of their menopausal journey and sex and all those stereotypes that go around it. What are the sorts of things that have come up for you when you've been exploring that area? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. It's so interesting that you say that that you found this new community because to me as a journalist, I noticed that 
there were two really, really big unspoken taboo subjects when it came to talking about your experience moving through the world as a woman or someone who identifies as a woman. And they are having like non-monogamous relationships and menopause. And there are so many crossovers. And yet you've got these big communities that people see as niche or taboo, but they're not. They're massive. And they're actually identical in so many ways. I also, I mean, it's a long story, but I've had a lot of hormonal issues throughout my life, which means that I've kind of gone into periods where I am technically in, you know, like a medical menopause, which was really interesting to me because I was one of those people that wanted to put myself out there writing about women's health, which meant that people knew, oh, if we need someone to write about vaginas, we'll go to Emily, she'll do it. So then I naturally got into writing about menopause, but was so intrigued by it, you know, what it stands for, what it is, what it means socially, you know, what it means for sex. I started learning so much about these crossovers and these parallels and the fact that there are taboo subjects we don't discuss. So my learnings were very much about getting women to to speak about these things that are uncomfortable and that maybe make them see themselves as flawed or not good enough or, you know, not capable. You know, sex is sex. So whether you're menopausing or whether you're, you know, discovering your sexuality or whether you're trying to be non-monogamous or whether you're just going through a dry spell, all of those things are valid and you're still a sexy sexual creature. So menopause and, and I think non-monogamy or, you know, any kind of journey, there's, there's so much crossover there. So, yeah, for me, it just naturally became one of those things that I was interested in, that I wanted to write about. I wanted to speak to menopause doctors, get in on, on these conversations that were being had. Because, we, you know, we go through these seasons in our lives, but we're always going to be who we are, regardless of what symptoms we have or what relationship style we're in. You know, sex, I think, is such a huge part of our identities and we kind of push it down and we don't talk about it. And then during menopause, that becomes even worse. And, you know, we still feel like we can't talk about it or we can't be our best self. And I found it really, really interesting and really important. And now I'm so happy to see that so many people are talking about it because it's not like it's never been happening for women. It's, you know, it's been forever since humans have been around. This is something we experience. So we really need to be having those conversations. And certainly as you approach the age, for myself, I did loads of research and I was bombarded by all the, this is going to change and this is going to change and this is going to change. And you can get very disheartened. And actually, when you look at what sex is about, sex is about creativity. It's about being present, being mindfulness in that moment. It's about joy and connection. You can have all those things and you can write the version of sex that works for you right now. And I think we forget that. I think we forget that we are allowed to create what our sex looks like, what our intimacy looks like. And we have all these measures and we're living in a world of comparison constantly. So if we give ourselves that freedom to say, actually, these bits are working in a different way right now. <laughs> How can we have a conversation to work this out and to be collaborative and to see this as a shared journey instead of that's that's a you thing. That's a you thing. That's not an us thing. In a monogamous relationship, there are three entities. There's the me, there's the you, there's the relationship. So if we can work on this this issue together, then it's it's great. There is a lot of research out there that will say, yes, you are gonna have those changes. And also these are the joyous things that are gonna to come to you as you get older, like 
body confidence, connection, communication skills, all of those things are going to be on your side and will help you as you continue, as you say, into your next season. Yeah, that's such a great point. I do really think it's interesting that for years and years, you know, when I did my sex educator training, I I kept meeting women who was like, oh, I don't feel like I'm having sex right. And I'm thinking, you're a sexual being, sex for you is, is whatever gives you that satisfaction, like you say, that joy. The idea that you don't think you're doing it right is really something we have to unlearn and just put in the bin because I'm so sick of hearing about it. It's about your joy and it's about communing with other people. And, you know, if we're not enjoying it, what is the point? Absolutely. And sometimes it is that mind shift working with someone who will say to you, OK, so let's take the pressure off calling it sex. Let's call it pleasure. And what do we think about when we talk about pleasure? We think about the senses. So use those senses in a way that lights you up. Focus on your favorite erotic sense and see what that brings you on your on your connection journey with your partner or partners. Absolutely. And it's weird as well, because I think when we I mean, I don't think any of us really have very good sex ed. But when we are growing up and we're taught about sex, we're also taught that, you know, sex is very binary. It's this one thing and orgasm is the goal. And I also think that no one really teaches us that pleasure, like you say, or play you know, it's just kind of about being in it and it's about the experience. If you're going to play, again, there should be no finish line or gold medal at the end. So why are we already reaching for this kind of holy grail when all that really matters is that we're enjoying ourselves and that we're all kind of respecting each other and, and, you know, having fun getting off. For that reason as well, non-monogamy is really cool because if you are not necessarily having that experience with one person but you have deep love for them there's a whole other journey to be experienced with another person, which is why I think it's so beautiful and so great. And when people are like, oh, it all seems a bit dirty and a bit deviant, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I mean, you're misunderstanding it, let's be honest, because what it's really about is everyone having a really good time. Agreed. And if people want resources, I can absolutely recommend Pleasure Activism by Adrienne Marie Brown. It's a great starting place. And if people are also thinking about a current sex ed book for young adults, I really recommend Honest, which is by Millie Evans, a fantastic book. So check those ones out. Are you ready for some quick fire questions? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. (laughs) Let's dive in. Okay. Number one, what do you believe is the best way to enhance a relationship? I mean, it's so cliched, but communication, communication, communication. And it doesn't have to be like a really intense chat. Spoken to so many people over the years and just said, you know, you can just leave each other a note every morning with a different theme on it. You know, you can just text each other. You know, you know, you can decide to have a conversation anytime. You don't have to sit opposite ends of a table and gaze into each other's eyes and, you know, have your KPIs in front of you. It's supposed to be good. You know, it's supposed to be fun. So when it all comes down to it, that communication can look like anything, just like sex. I love that. Yeah, don't have your KPIs out at breakfast. It's not healthy. (laughs) I like to use affirmation cards as well. Pull an affirmation card of a morning and just have a chat about what it reminds you of, what you're going to be doing that day. And just one little five minute connection every day. Love that. I love that. Yeah, there's some really good ones actually that are called Pleasure Oracle that I use. I can send you a link if you want to share it with this. But yeah, I find those really, really useful for that. The Pleasure Oracle. I'll look out for that. Thank you. Second question, what is the secret to great sex? I think the secret to great sex is to be in your body. If you're in your head, you are not going to be present with the other person. The somatic experience, because we're humans and we think too much, we get so high-minded about stuff. And, you know, overthinking is, is personally my worst enemy, but I know it is for everyone else. So being physical, being in your body, getting really primal, just getting back to it and thinking about 
touch rather than racing ahead in your mind or thinking is this right does this feel good you know do I look right just kind of be in the moment and experience every touch and once you get used to doing that sex can just be off the chain incredible yeah that connection that mind-body connection so powerful and finally what is love what is love to me love is a complete lack of fear you can experience that with anyone you know it doesn't have to be sexual it can be romantic it can be platonic but feeling like you are not in danger when you're with that person that you can just totally relax and that also gives you the ability to be in that childlike state where you can play and be silly and enjoy physical sensation whether that's you know holding hands or having an, an amazing orgasm or even just the wind on your skin when you're sat looking at someone across you know a table in a pub garden it's all about that lack of fear and just feeling totally relaxed Wow. I love that. And you just totally took me there. Of course, you're a writer. You just absolutely took me there. That was amazing. Thank you. What are you currently working on and where can people find out about you? So at the moment, obviously, with Cosmopolitan, we're working on some really amazing storytelling and featuring really interesting, cool voices. So for the rest of the year across digital and print, we're going to be telling some brilliant stories about sex and relationships, but also about platonic relationships. We're doing a lot on non-monogamy and sexual health. So I would really encourage people to to kind of seek out all of that content because it's going to be great. And then in my personal life, just carrying on with the work that I'm doing in terms of advocacy, Pride Month, I'm really excited for all the stuff I'm going to do throughout June. And yeah, just trying to be the best version of myself with everyone that I meet. Hopefully, you know, if you listen to this and you want to connect with me, then please do reach out to me on Instagram, which is Emily Lavinia UK, or on Twitter, Emily Lavinia, or, um, you know, drop me an email. It would be great to chat to anyone that is interested in all the stuff that I write about. You're so giving in your content. There is always something that we can learn. So please do check out Emily's profiles. Thank you so much for joining us here today in the relationship yeah, room. There's so much. This has been so much fun. And I hope that we can continue the conversations and chat again soon. 100%. Thank you so much. Thank you. Pod Diva. Thank you for listening to Pod Diva in association with Diva Magazine, the world's leading brand for LGBTQIA plus women and non-binary people. Every week, we bring you new interviews from a vast range of fabulous people, celebrating and amplifying the voices of the LGBTQIA community. Browse our extensive back catalogue of episodes to find your favourites, from Jennifer Beals to Abby Jacobson. It's like one gorgeous, glossy magazine in your ear. Please share, rate or review us. It really does help. You can find us on Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can email me at editorial at diva-magazine.com Pod Diva Queers for your ears Pod Diva Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.